Chapter 12 Creatures with Attitude And where do you think you're going? Adam gulped, twisting to see behind him. He puffed a breath of relief when he saw it was only Clancy, who stood beside a few scattered rocks. She blocked the entrance with her arms folded and head tipped to the side, lips pursed and eyebrows raised. He scowled. Me? What are you doing here? Aren't you grounded too? She unfolded her arms and looked like she wanted to approach, but she watched Neff nervously and chose to stay put. Looking up at Adam, she pulled her hair back over her shoulder and leaned against the rocks instead, trying to act casual. My parents don't ground me. They put me to work. I spent all afternoon scrubbing dirt off rocks with a toothbrush. And that's worse than being locked away in a hot tent with nothing to look at but the ceiling, he retorted, although he was secretly glad his mom didn't pull stuff like that on him. It's good for us, she said, taking one nervous, shaky step forward. Us, he snorted, turning back around. There is no us. But why would scrubbing rocks all day help anyone ever? I got to hear everything going on in camp. You were right about the connection with Atlantis. They're celebrating right now. Your mom and Jed are working to prove the coins are authentic, but they're really excited about this. I'm supposed to be in my tent now, too, but my map went missing. Neff snorted and whinnied with a shake of his mane. Her map? Sure, I took it from her, but it's not her map. She took it from her dad, who found it here. It's not his, either. It belongs to Oya. Neff doesn't believe you, Adam said, raising his eyebrows with a smirk. He says the map isn't yours. Clancy took a step back. Neff? Is that its name? It! Neff stomped and pawed at the ground with his left hoof, and Clancy took a few more steps back. Adam grinned. His name is Neff, and he says the map belongs to someone who lived here long before you ever showed up, and he really didn't like getting called it. I don't hear anything, Clancy said, confused. He has to want you to hear him, and you have to be touching him. Adam sat up straight, folding his arms and feeling rather superior. But he might eat you if he doesn't like you, just so you know. Neff shook his head and stuck out his tongue. Why do you people think I have any interest in eating you? Have you ever smelled yourselves? Blech! Adam burst out laughing, and then clamped his hands over his mouth. He looked around to see if anyone heard him. In the distance, he saw his mom, Clancy's parents, Jed, and a few others behind the orange light of swaying flames. Nobody noticed they were gone yet, but he had a feeling his mom would check the tent soon. I don't understand, Clancy said. That makes no sense. Good grief, what kind of noob is your friend? She doesn't believe we can talk, Neff, Adam said before turning to Clancy. Magic isn't supposed to make sense. It just does its thing. Neff and I are going to look for his naiads. Want to come? He had no idea what made him ask her. He didn't actually like her. Well, maybe she had some coolness potential she'd quit being so uptight, but mostly he wanted to show her up. She probably only helped him earlier that afternoon to prove he was wrong, and to make him feel stupid. Now it was his turn to prove he was right all along. She stayed back, hugging herself tightly. She shook her head wordlessly. He shrugged. <laughs> Your loss. Taking a firm hold on Neff's mane, he urged the Kelpie forward. Hooves clacked on the stone path toward the entrance. Once they reached a stone arch leading into the dark heart of the tunnel, a rustling and shaking of leaves filled the air, followed by padded footsteps closing in on them. Four strange creatures emerged from behind bushes near surrounding rocks, and Adam almost couldn't breathe when he saw what they were. Sphinxes? He spluttered. Bright moonlight bounced off the four beasts slinking toward them. He knew of two different kinds of sphinxes. One kind asked riddles and guarded the Egyptian pyramids. 
The other just attacked. And since he wasn't anywhere near Egypt, he had a pretty good idea of which kind headed his way. They had long, lean bodies like a lion, but were covered with short black fur. Shadowy, shiny scales flashed from thick, pointed dragon tails dragging behind them. One sphinx spread and shook out its dark wings. All four glared at Adam and Clancy with sharp, beady eyes, staring from their feathery hawk's heads. Clancy, Adam whispered, don't turn around. Just get on. Now. Hmm? She asked, glancing around from where she stood at the tunnel's entrance. When she saw what was coming, she screamed. The four creatures charged with the shrill cry of birds of prey. Get on! He yelled as Neff took off. Adam reached down, grasping Clancy by the forearm, and pulled her behind him onto Neff's back before they galloped into the dim tunnel. It was pitch dark inside, but the sound of wings flapping told him the sphinxes weren't too far behind. What are those things? Clancy shrieked. They're sphinxes! Adam called back, grabbing a firmer hold on the mane. They're the secret keepers in African mythology, and I guess this is one secret they plan to keep. He kept his head low and close to Neff's, although he couldn't see anything in front of him. The beating wings grew louder and louder as they closed in. Can he go any faster? Clancy screamed, holding tight to Adam's waist and burying her face in his back. I can hear them getting closer! He knew how fast the Kelpie could go underwater, but he wasn't sure if they'd be able to outrun the Sphinxes on dry land, especially carrying two people. Neff, can you shapeshift? They thundered forward with no reply from Neff. Adam patted him reassuringly even as his heart thudded, and he wondered how they could escape. All of a sudden, he felt the sprinting form beneath him disappear, and he was flying on a gust of wind. Clancy yelped in surprise, and she squeezed him so hard to hang on he almost couldn't breathe. He was scared out of his mind and thrilled all at once. The sound of wings vanished as they turned a dark corner and shot down a side corridor, coming to a stop when the tunnel they were in dead-ended in a small grotto filled with a faint blue light. They threw themselves against the wall near the opening, and held their breath as the sphinxes shot past the tunnel and kept running. Stay quiet, Neff warned. Let them pass us again before you even think of moving. Can we... Clancy began. Shh! Adam hissed, slapping a hand over her mouth. She began to struggle, but the sound of wings flapping closer made her freeze. They sat still in the dark, listening anxiously for the sound of the sphinxes closing in on them. After what felt like an eternity, Neff relaxed and resumed his normal shape. Ah! <sighs> They're gone for now, he sighed, puffing air through his nostrils. You were amazing, Neff, Adam said with admiration as he stroked the Kelpie's sweaty muzzle. What did you turn into? Wind? I don't know, Neff admitted. I wanted to be fast, so that's what I became. Awesome. Adam thought a moment. He glanced over at Clancy, whose eyes still clenched shut with her face against the rock wall. Looks like she might be in freakout mode for a while keeping her hands clamped on the sides of her head so all she could see was the wall, she nodded as he continued. So, how long do we have before they come back with reinforcements? Depends on how many are close by. They won't come alone. They're the muscle here, not the brains. When they come back, they'll have the rompo with them. Adam's brow furrowed. I never heard of them. There's only one. But trust me, one is about twelve too many. What is it? How can I describe the rompo? Start with advanced Atlantean intelligence, add in the speed of a jackrabbit, the strength of a bear, and throw in the attitude of a badger. Neff nodded in Clancy's direction. Don't tell your skittish friend, but they do eat humans. If we don't get out of here soon, we'll all be on the menu, and there's no going back the way we came. 
He'll have something guarding the entrance and patrolling all the corridors. Adam closed his eyes and rubbed his face. Let's think, he said, mostly to himself. Where are we in the tunnel? You said you have a map? You have the map, Lantroll. I gave it to you. Oh, yeah. He rummaged in his backpack while he thought aloud. What if we get to the gate before the Rompo finds us? He looked Neff square in the eye. Can we open it and get to Atlantis? Oya didn't really seal it, she just flooded the entrance to it so no one could follow them when they went to Atlantis. If we can dive back down to where we saw it the first time... Neff closed his eyes and shook his head. Only magic can activate the gates. What's he saying? Clancy asked, looking back and forth between the two when she finally took a deep breath and pried her head away from the cold rock wall. Adam couldn't meet her frightened gaze. He didn't want her to see how scared he was. He says, even if we make it to the gate, it's no good. The gate at the end of this tunnel could only take us to Atlantis, I guess, if it weren't flooded. But that does us no good because only magic can activate them. What kind of magic do we need to open the gates? Clancy inquired. Your seaweedy friend isn't magical enough to get it going? Neff snorted and stomped, shaking his head at her. Make sure she knows I don't need any gates to get where I want to go. His green eyes turned white as he stared her down. I probably should have mentioned that he has a little bit of a temper, Adam warned her. Yikes! Sorry, Clancy apologized. But seriously, what kind of magic would it take to get us out of here? Adam threw his hands in the air in frustration. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Why am I supposed to know everything? What about the coins we found? It got us to that magical website. Would those work on the gate? Adam shrugged as he threw his hands in the air, infuriated with her. It might be worth a try if we actually had the coins with us. When he finally decided to look at her, she wore a self-satisfied smile while her eyes gleamed. You can go ahead and tell me how amazing I am, too, she said as she held out her hand to him. When she opened it, she showed him a handful of Atlantean coins. They shined as the little pyramids lit up with flashing yellow light. Adam's jaw dropped. If we ever get out of here, Clancy, I think you have a promising future in professional stealing. How did you get all those? I'd rather not say, she laughed. So, will the coins work? Neff stepped forward and bumped his head against her chest. Nervously, she reached up to stroke his mane and finger the lilies growing from it. I think he approves, Adam smiled.